It's Science Week here in Ireland, and schools across the country are engaging in all kinds of interesting STEM projects. From wind power to slime, solar panels to cows farting, the schools are alive with the sounds of science. And lots of you will be venturing out to visit places that offer a chance to get your hands dirty, sometimes quite literally. Like the kids from Miss O'Rourke's first class from Taney Parish Primary School in Dundrum. Their school has long been interested in issues around our environment and are part of the Irish School Sustainability Network. So of course, they left at the chance to visit the World of Soil exhibit in the Airfield Estate in Dublin. Because they know just how important a role soil plays in producing our food worldwide. And they never miss an opportunity to play in the mud. My name is George. My name is Arthur. I dig in the mud a lot. I found some flowers and uh, I plant a lot of stuff in my garden to help nature. That's what I want. I want nature to be a lot in the future. We help um, Earth by planting new things. I grow food in Australia with my granny and granddad because my mum's from Australia. We grew cabbages and carrots and onions and we live in a farm. They tasted really good. I grew strawberries. They taste the exact same as they do when you buy from the shops. I grew apples from an apple from an apple seed because I ate an apple and then I used the seed for it to grow an apple tree. I grow I sometimes grow uh, chilies with my dad. What are chilies? You don't know what chilies are? I guess not everybody likes chilies. It's great to meet more kids being interested in planting fruit and vegetables. Last year we met students from Grail School Clochtawera in our episode with George Monbiot. In that episode he spoke about the importance of soil, so it's great to get a more hands-on experience in the earth. And our hosts in Airfield are no strangers to this. The Airfield estate was donated to the people of Ireland for recreational and educational purposes by the Overend family in 1974. Today it is a fully functioning organic farm which adopts and promotes sustainable farming techniques. We spoke to Kirsty McAdoo, Airfield's Director of Education and Research, to discover just how important the health of our soil is to growing crops and plants. Having really healthy soil is really important and that's because if the soil is healthy, the plants that grow from it are going to be healthy, the animals that eat the plants are going to be healthy, like us and like cows and sheep are going to be healthy and then when we eat them, we're super healthy as well. So it's part of this big cycle where if the soil isn't right, the rest of it isn't going to be right either. So we need to make sure that the soil is kept nice and healthy so we're healthy too. Okay, so what exactly is it that makes soil healthy? what it needs to be healthy is that it needs a mix of organic matter so things that have died and that have been eaten by worms and fungus and bugs and changed into all of the nutrient parts it also needs all of the minerals from the rocks and it also needs water and soil is this perfect mix of all of that stuff together that makes it really good and really easy for plants to grow all of the things that live under the ground are part of this huge food web right so all of the biodiversity that happens in the world a quarter of it is under the soil so if the bit underneath the soil isn't right the biodiversity above soil won't be right so all of those worms and all of those bugs and even tinier things called little springtails all help towards making that soil really really healthy if they're not there the soil isn't healthy 
all of the worms are just eating and eating and eating. All of the fungus and the bacteria, they're just growing and growing and breaking things down. And that's what the important thing is, is that as they go through their life cycles, they're helping us create really healthy soil. So in really healthy soil, there's loads going on down there. There's loads of fungus, loads of springtails, loads of worms. I reckon they're probably having a party. Like there's so much food for them to eat. It's really great. And that makes really healthy soil. Right. That makes sense. Healthy soil, healthy us. I know we need to keep an eye out for our five a day to stay fit and well, but is soil any different? For example, what organic nutrition can farmers give to soil? Animal poop that they collect on their farm, they spread that back on the land and that gives nutrients for all of those bugs to eat, which is really, really good. But also we have lots of water, which is good as well. But sometimes, like in Cork recently or down the bottom of Ireland, where we've had too much rain, that can wash our soil away. And that's really bad news for soil because it can take up to 400 years to make one centimetre of soil. So it's a slow process to bring it back to being healthy again. So we have to be careful that climate change doesn't get too bad and does huge amounts of damage to our soil in the future. We've done a number of episodes on farming in Ireland and what we've learned is that there is a willingness among many farmers to change practices to ones that benefit the soil naturally returning to habits that were once second nature. And what does healthy soil look like? What's it made up of if we can dig up a sod? So if you take out just a magnifying glass or even just use your hands and your eyes to look underneath the soil, what you'll see is hard bits that are the bits of rocks that it formed out of. You'll see the kind of mushy brownie or black bits and that's from the organic matter that's been made into a substance called humus by all the earthworms and all the bugs and all the fungus and mushrooms and all that sort of stuff to make it really nutritious and when those are all combined together it makes the perfect environment for plants to grow in and some really cool bugs to live in as well. Well that sounds like an invitation to a hunt. Citizen science is all about taking part in research to feed back information so that we can all play a role. And so the students got a chance to get out the shovels and examine some soil from the airfield farm to see what they could find. Have you not been seeing what you can see? Is there anything there? I'm looking for a worm. Is there anything in there? My name is George. My name is Louise. So we're basically picking up soil from in here and we're seeing what we can discover about soil, looking and seeing what's in there. And we're also trying to look for worms and see, like, how they help soil. My name's Robin. So we're basically looking to see what we can find in the dirt. So we're discovering about it and we're also pouring water into it to make it a bit soakier. We're trying to make a volcano. Wait, mix it, mix it. Keep on going, Dan. This man is insane. <laughs> Seems like there's like little stuff that are sticking onto it. Sticks and stuff. I see. I see a spider. Can you see anything? I can see a spider. Some spiders? It's a black widow. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure there aren't any black widow spiders in Ireland, Oscar, but good idea to keep your eyes peeled. Can never be too careful. Black widows aside, it did seem that the soil at Airfield was teeming with life. This is partially down to an approach called regenerative farming, 
a practice that's being employed and researched here. My name is Eden Moore-Heston, I'm the research officer here at Airfield Estate and my role is that I work to kind of facilitate research across the estate. So we conduct research from a lot of different things. We have, we work with scientists who are surveying soils, seeing what kind of worms live here in Airfield. They love it here because we do this regenerative farming, this organic farming and they found that we have a very high, very healthy worm population living here because of the actions that we take. And then we also work with a lot of consumer research. So what we really want to do is inspire and enable people to make better food choices and food choices that are better at protecting the soil. So uh, we're looking to try and do research that helps people do that. So regenerative farming is essentially a way of farming that prioritises soil health first and foremost and it really involves working with your ecosystem that you have on the farm. So you have to have a really good knowledge of what kind of environment your farm is and what kind of uh, state the soil health is. So one of the really uh, important principles of regenerative agriculture is that we adopt this no-till approach. So that means that we try not to disturb the soil wherever possible. And we do that by strip grazing the cattle. So that's where cattle are allowed out onto a certain area of the grass for a certain amount of time. And then they're moved on because cattle are big, heavy animals that can churn up the soil a little bit. And if you're thinking of all the worms and all the bugs that are living under there, you don't want to be disturbing their home for too long. So because of that, then it means that we're trying to protect and preserve the soil health so that we have food, that we can produce food for a long period of time. I don't know about you, but I like to eat. I know I'm a maverick. What we have for breakfast, lunch and dinner is essential to every human on the planet. Each day we work or go to school, we play, we rest and we eat. And our food is the fuel for everything else. And that food production is totally dependent on us having healthy soil. 95% of our food production is coming from the soil and that's mainly from the top 20 to 30 centimetres of soil. So if you think that's about the distance of a standard ruler, you know, that's not an awful lot of soil to be dependent on all our food essentially that it comes from. So it's really important that we're preserving and protecting the soil because unfortunately we're losing our world's soils at a really, really high rate and this is what we call soil degradation. It's because of kind of systems of food production that are global with regards to monoculture systems. So that's where it's growing one type of species of crop across a lot of land. It's not allowing much in terms of biodiversity, all that kind of stuff. Turning up the soil too much, that's releasing things like carbon into the atmosphere. And uh, it's estimated that we're not protecting our soil, that we only have between 60 and 100 harvests left. And we want to make sure that we're able to produce food for an awful lot longer than that to feed future generations. So the actions that we take to preserve soil health make sure that we have food going forward into the future. Yikes, that's pretty scary. How often have you thought about where the food on your plate comes from? How often do we consider the amount of time and input it's taken for the broccoli you eat to grow? Or the process it had to go through to flourish? The systems that expect greater production of food have put farming under a lot of pressure and with that, huge amounts of pressure on our soil. We depend so much on our soil and a lot of our farming practices because we have a, such an emphasis on kind of grass agriculture and there's a growing number of farmers who are incorporating more regenerative practices we'd be trying to kind of promote our soil health a little bit but the current state of soil health in Ireland isn't fantastic because we're relying an awful lot on kind of what we call artificial inputs so that's essentially things like fertilisers, your nitrogen, your phosphorus, your potassium. So farmers are increasing having to spread this on the land in order to try and make the grass grow and that's an indicator that soil isn't too healthy so we want to try by regenerating the soil through practices that protect the soil like regenerative agriculture we want to try and reduce our dependency on those artificial inputs because soil is amazing it's able to if we introduce things like organic matter like our compost all that kind of stuff back into the soil then that's cultivating soil health and it's this whole concept of nature-based solutions nature knows how to work itself and how to look after itself but we kind of need to stop interfering in it so much if we can all right so if we did change the systems to employ different sustainable practices 
What else do we want to see in rejuvenated, healthy soil? We also want to see lots of biodiversity in the soil. So what is biodiversity? That's essentially all the creepy crawlies that are living underneath the soil. And a lot of those can be actually invisible to our naked eye. So there's more organisms in one teaspoon of soil than there are humans living on the planet. So that's a huge amount of diversity within the soil that we can't see at all. And then there's also the kind of what we might say the bigger creatures like the worms and the beetles and all that kind of stuff. We like to say that the worms are soil engineers so they have such an important role in the soil health that they create, they kind of aerate the soil and also they poop out soil nutrients and all that kind of stuff to fertilise the soil. And if we're looking at the soil we'd like to see lots of worms. There have been some studies that we've done here that have found that because we do this no-till kind of regenerative organic approach to maintaining our soil health and producing our grass and all that kind of thing that the worms are much healthier and happier and uh, they, they love hiv- living here in Airfield because of that. So ideally if all farmers could adopt more kind of regenerative practices into their agriculture essentially, that's what we'd love to see less of a disturbance on soil health, more of a diversity with regards to our food production so that we're able to create a more diverse kind of food within Ireland because not only when you think about about biodiversity all this biodiversity depends on different crops uh, to for food resources and all that kind of stuff so if we eat a more diverse diet and we produce more diverse food then that's enabling a more diverse ecosystem it's just healthier all across the board we might not all have farms but it's possible that you have access to a square of earth in your garden or local park and evian has an activity you can try to find out how healthy that soil is so as part of the exhibition here we have a citizen science project that we want people to do at home and that involves counting earthworms. So we want people to dig a little hole in the garden, mix up this mustard water, which is actually what scientists use to try and get earthworms out of the soil. So it's just a very dilute mixture, makes the soil a little bit spicy so that the worms want to come up. It doesn't harm the worms at all, but it just makes them kind of emerge from the soil. And then we want people to count the number of worms that are there. If the soil is healthy, we hope to see lots of worms. And then we also want them to ID the worms. So are they immature or are they mature? And all that kind of thing. So that, um, those resources to those citizen science projects will be available on our website so people can do those at home and then send, send the results in to us because we want to start painting a picture as to how healthy soils are across Ireland. Sounds like fun. If you just search World of Soil Activity Zone online, there's a worksheet and more information too. There's even an experiment involving underpants, but that's for another episode. If you do try this activity, let us know how you get on. Send your results into junior at rte.ie too. Huge thanks to Miss O'Rourke and the children from first class at Taney Parish Primary School who let us join the fun. And to the amazing researchers at Airfield where you too can visit the World of Soil exhibit and get stuck in. Science Week may be happening right now, but there are opportunities for you to get involved in citizen science all year long. The world needs more of us working on the problems that we face to find solutions that offer us a safer, more sustainable future. Today Ecolution was produced by Nikki Coughlin with recording and edit assistance from Hugh Fowler and it was presented by me, Evie Kenny. This is Anne. RTE Junior Podcast! For more sort RTE Kids Podcast!